Hello, uh, I'm once again off on the long road, uh, although actually it's not that long a road tonight. I'm heading to Bedford, which is about a 20 minute drive from where I live. Uh, very short notice tonight. I wasn't actually booked to be gigging at all tonight. And then about an hour ago, I got a message asking if I could go and fill in and do a middle spot for pear-faced comedy. Uh, I didn't really feel like it was one that I could turn down. This is a gig with some excellent comedians tonight. So Norman Lovett is going to be on, who I guess is best known for being um, the the guy who played Holly in Red Dwarf, um, which was a programme that when I was growing up, I absolutely loved. And also Dane Baptiste is on tonight. Now Dane is, I have met Dane before, but I've never gigged with him. I interviewed him as part of the documentary that I made right at the beginning of my comedy journey. And um, I wanted to talk to him because he had done the same comedy course that I was doing at the comedy school in London. And he clearly is somebody who has put a huge amount of work into what he does and is very thoughtful about the whole process and really considered in the in the answers that he gave me in that interview and he's quite an inspiration really so i'm i'm delighted to be on a bill alongside him uh, it's my second time in bedford in the last week actually because i was there for castle comedy last week uh, alongside nigel ung and ninia benjamin again very very successful acts on the comedy circuit and i just do think it's really great how when you are a new comedian, and three years in, I still consider myself incredibly new to this, you do find yourself on bills alongside some of the big players. And I do think that comedy is pretty unique for that, really. You wouldn't do that in football, for example, if you decided that you wanted to take up playing football, joined a Sunday league team. You wouldn't suddenly find yourself playing alongside Premier League players um, and, and in the same matches that they're in. So... I think that's a really good opportunity and it's really lovely to be able to kind of mix with those kind of people and obviously to learn from them as well, watch what they do and try and um, try and work out what makes them so good and use a little bit of that in your own stuff. The other thing I suppose that I should say um, doing a gig at such short notice is the impact that it has on others around you. Uh, tonight, I was not supposed to be doing this. A couple of hours ago, I was at the Christmas lights switch on in my hometown of Newport Pagnell, which was lovely, but very, very cold. And I had planned tonight to spend it with my wife, having a couple of bottles of wine to celebrate some success that she's had at work and some good news that she's had this week. Uh, but instead, I'm getting in the car and heading off to yet another gig. So... I think it's important to kind of recognise the impact that it has and just how supportive she is and how important it is, I suppose, that you do have supportive people around you because she doesn't complain, even when it's an hour's notice and I say, right, we were going to stay in, but now I'm going out and you're going to be sat uh, celebrating on your own with a toasting yourself with a glass of wine. She doesn't moan. She just kind of nods and, and smiles and accepts the way that it is and she didn't really sign up for this I signed up for this but she's been brilliant at supporting me and allowing me to get away, get away with I suppose I think a lot of her friends say I don't know how you let him get away with that um, but yeah I don't think it would be possible to do comedy um, without the support of your partner so I'm very very grateful for that 
Um, I hope it's worth it. I hope that I haven't kind of neglected her for no reason, but um, I will find out and I will check in with you and let you know how it goes a little bit later on. that was a little bit of a strange one if i'm honest um the room was not ideal for comedy it was a big sort of community hall um with sort of a sports hall vibe going on with that wooden floor um but a stage at one end although the stage wasn't independently lit i mean it was but it was ceiling lights above the stage so you kind of was stood in shadow a lot of the time there wasn't any actual stage lights picking out your face so it was quite hard to kind of engage the audience and and feel like you've got their attention i could also see quite a lot of them and see their reactions which is always um well, it's often uh, quite off-putting if there are a couple of people, as there were right in front of me, who didn't seem to be loving it so much. Most of the audience were on board, though. Um, Dame Baptiste had opened and did a a brilliant job with that, as was expected. Uh, then I went on in the middle, and they, they, like I say, they seemed to enjoy it, but they just weren't giving loads back there was a very drunk couple at the back who were talking a little bit throughout and i think that distracted quite a lot of the audience and and put quite a bit of attention on them um but i got away with it i think i think uh and then norman lovett closed um he was absolutely i mean i don't know if you've ever seen what he does he did 20 minutes at the end without seeming to really do any jokes it was just, he comes on stage and talks about things that catches attention as it you know within the room he was talking about the people at the bar and how they weren't paying attention he talks about the fire exit sign he had some props as well um but again he's just sort of explaining what he's noticed about these props um it's hilarious very very funny stuff uh, but without i mean maybe this is a testament to his his skill as a comedian i couldn't spot any sort of pre-written material he was just explaining the thoughts that were popping into his head at the time um which is a great way to be i think i also um gave him a lift to the train station at the end and he was just a fascinating man it's always a little bit it's easy to kind of be a little bit starstruck i suppose by people who you've watched doing comedy for a number of years and then you find yourself just having normal everyday conversations with them but he, he was fascinating like in the space of a 10 minute drive to the train station we managed to cover ed sheeran elo jeremy hardy who i'm a massive fan of Stuart lee who i'm also a big fan of john cooper clark who you may have seen on uh, eight out of ten cats does countdown rachel riley that got us talking about politics so we ended up with uh boris johnson nigel farage the whole thing was fascinating um but it was just sort of like ideas 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 about all these people and then it was over as quick as it began so um i really really thoroughly enjoyed that and the whole night was made worthwhile not by, not by the gig which was good um but more so by the uh the little journey to the train station at the end which i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed um 
so another one done ticked off the list i'm gonna go and uh, try and make it up to my wife who has been neglected once again because of me going off to do comedy uh, i'm sure she will forgive me though and i will see you next time that i get on the long road thank you very much see you again <laughs>